Hey, Stats back. Welcome back to the podcast. Hope everybody's doing well. I got Stefan on the line. A surprise guest, everybody. <laughs> yep, we never know when I'm coming or going, That's but right. here I am. <laughs> We're going to talk about Thursday's night game, uh, some other football football things that we like to do. Uh, actually, let's just start off with a game. What do you think? Did you watch? Did you get a chance to watch her? Did you watch some highlights? Um, I, I saw... I, I saw. I came in at the second half. I, I missed the first half, but I, I came in at halftime show, so I saw the whole second half. Um, I thought it was great. It, it really stuck with me at the end. I think it was what uh, fifty-eight pass attempts uh, by one of them, and fifty oh, by the by. Uh, I mean, they they barely ran the ball at all. It was even worse than like playing Madden or something like that against your friends. But it was fun to watch and. Uh, I don't know. First impressions. Tom Brady still got it. Yeah. He he dropped that deep. I think he doesn't get enough credit for his deep ball because it's not a laser or you know he doesn't have that arm strength. But I think that's more effective than throwing a laser thirty or thirty forty yards on a rope. He dropped that one. It was a, a drop pass on on I forget which receiver it was that dropped that of his right over the shoulder where you know it drops in from six feet above the guy's shoulder nobody but the uh, the receiver can make the play that was godwin was it godwin that dropped that one yeah yeah. that was you know that's inexcusable for an elite all pro receiver that's i know it's coming over your shoulder and that's a hard catch but that is that's a a fairly regular type of catch that you practice as a wide receiver there is and then leonard fournette you know the the screen pass that went off his hands and then the fumble down by the end zone in the fourth quarter. Uh, it, they should have won by 17 points. They the, oh, the, they the ball. They were so sloppy. <laughs> it's just undisciplined. I, I think they just if they rein it in, they're going to be a, a much more stronger team. Because I'll tell you what, the damn Cowboys they look good, and and Dak Prescott was on point. Well, the Cowboys' offense looks great. Uh, you know, and and I. You can say their defense forced four turnovers. That's I don't. True. I, I think it, it, it felt more like the Bucks kind of you know, shot themselves in the foot on that end. But I think if you've got Dak Prescott playing the way he is with CD lamb and Amari Cooper on the outside, I think that's a matchup nightmare for pretty much any team in the league. Yeah. Yeah. And then Ezekiel Elliott might still get it going. It's hard to tell when he doesn't get any carries. Well, the Bucks D line is just when they, when they turn it on, good luck running on them. Cause they will just crush oh, you. The, yeah, they're easily the best run defense over the last two seasons statistically and just passing the eye test when you watch them against Dean. They, uh, a lot of people are talking about the Bucks going 20-0. and 0. I, I don't see it the way that they're just too sloppy. No. They were a flawed team last year when they won the Super Bowl. It's just, you know, they, they had Tom Brady. They got hot at the right time, and everything kind of came together, but... They had they had that midseason slump where they looked really bad. They were sloppy with the ball, just like they were uh, last night. The Bucks so, were seven and five at, at one point last year. Yeah, and they started hot, remember, and yeah. then they kind of cooled off and turned the ball over, and then hit it just just like every team that wins the Super Bowl. They got they got hot when it counted and rode into the playoffs, hot, you know, hot and made it through the Super Bowl. They definitely have the talent to get back to the Super Bowl, like that's what I think. And I like oh, that yeah. at the end of the game, Dak was like, hey, I'll see, we'll be seeing each other again. I wonder, because I want to see what the rest of the, F- the NFC looks like. 
Well, I think the NFC East is pretty weak, and uh, the Cowboys are definitely the team to beat in that division. We'll see what Washington can get done. They do. It's kind of the opposite of Dallas. They've got a, a good, you know, young defense, and uh, it's more about what Fitzpatrick can do for them, who I like. So I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, yeah, I liked watching the game. It was it was cool seeing it. And I was like, does this set the bar for, like, the weekend's game? Are we just going to be let down? Because this was, like, an <laughs> offensive explosion. I'm like, I wonder how many games are going to be like this. I wonder if the Niners game is going to be like this. I, I have a feeling the Niners uh, will have a great day on offense, but I think it's going to be mainly running. I mean, the, the Lions have a terrible run defense. The Niners have a great run offense. It's It's one of those things where it's like that playoff game. <laughs> If you can hand the ball to your guy and not attempt to pass and still beat the crap out of him, why not? You know? Yeah, yeah. They, um, the simulator has the Niners winning the game. Uh, shoot, what do, what are they playing? They're playing no, they're, in Detroit. They're, yeah, they 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 have them simulated to win thirty to fourteen, like a total blowout. <laughs> they're favored by eight and a half points. You betting on this game? Um, I did. Uh, I got them at seven and a half. Wow, and then I, I think it bumped up at one point to eight and a half. Um, I wouldn't like them at eight and a half. Seven and a half, I honestly have some second thoughts because I mean, it's just, the NFL. The Niners just never cover when I want them to, but I feel like this is about as give me a, a game as they're going to get. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, they they should smash them. Well, we'll see. They got they got the old. Uh, isn't the starting quarterback for the Lions? Uh, shoot, the dude. Jared Goff, yeah, Goff, and they have they have had his number throughout his career. Um, so I, I like that. I like that he always seems to have bad games against that defense. Yeah, yeah. I think, uh, and and it's Detroit. <laughs> Did, and let's be honest, the culture of the Lions is just contagious for losing. Oh, man, they couldn't terrible. overcome having the greatest running back, maybe of all time, at least of his 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 uh, era <clears throat> and having the greatest receiver of yep. his era. Yep. Uh, you know, those guys couldn't overcome the, the losing stigma over there. Man, what a, what a freaking unlucky, but you know what? They, they did it. Even though they were in that freaking terrible freaking team, they did manage to shine, have their, their points, you know, especially Barry, man. What a, what a freaking running oh. back. Yeah, and and I mean, Barry's the reason that we, we have to watch the Lions every Thanksgiving because it became a tradition when it was fun in the 90s watching him run all over on Thanksgiving. Because a lot of markets, I I never would get to see him play for the most part until, you know, those games. And then now I bitch about it every Thanksgiving about why do we have to watch the Lions, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I got a question for you. Talk about the Niners and the, and the Lions game. How much play do you think that, Trey's going to get in this game? Uh, zero to five snaps. Yeah, I think so. Like, just keep him in. Just keep freaking Jimmy in the game. Don't screw around. He didn't name a starter, but we all know it's Jimmy. And Jimmy said, yeah, I'm the starter. It's like, why would, like, Trey Lance didn't outplay Jimmy. It's some, well, the thing is, it's also the reporters being assholes because he didn't necessarily say he wasn't naming a starter. His quote, now, of course, I'm doing what they do and, and aren't giving a verbatim quote of what Shanahan said. But the gist of it was that you guys, I've been answering this the same way since, you know, the draft of there's not a quarterback competition, blah, blah, blah. We're going to, you know, 
when 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 Trey's good enough and he's going to help the team more than he's going to start. And he basically said, I'm tired of answering this. I've been answering it the same way. You guys have been asking it the same way. I'm not going to not going to answer this. So it's a little different than like Urban Meyer, who for some reasons was like, well, I'm not sure who's starting. You know, I think he was just more frustrated with being asked that 20 times a day, every day for the last six months. Yeah. Um, so I think it, it, that was more where it stemmed from, at least in my, you know, from what I gleaned from it. Hey, what do you think about the Josh Norman signing? I think that's good for depth. Um, you know, I mean, uh, Johnson wasn't was not like a spectacular cornerback by any means, and Norman's got some upside to him. And even if it's just a veteran presence, plus the Niners are pretty thin at, at corner. If anybody gets hurt, um, it'd be nice to not have to rely on two rookies to back them up. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm excited. I, I can't wait. It was fun to see football again, and, and uh, even though it was two familiar teams with two pretty much familiar, familiar players on on the, on the teams, it was cool it was to nice to see Dak Prescott come back and look great. Oh, I, mean, I know. After that I, injury, I, I hate, I, Cowboys are the only team I actively still dislike. It seems like over the years, like the rivalries have kind of fizzled in a lot of a lot, at least for the Niners and stuff like that, but. The Cowboys are the only one that I still like see that star, and I'm just like, ew, gross. <laughs> so, so for me to compliment a Cowboy, <laughs> I have to say, Dak Prescott is legit. Yeah, yeah, he, he was he was playing absolutely at an elite level. He was just slinging it, reading the defenses. He looked good. I mean. I think he looked a little better than Tom did, to tell you the truth. Yesterday. Oh, well, he's probably a better quarterback at this stage of the yeah. game. Let's be honest. Tom, Tom Brady is not at his peak, but no. Tom Brady is still elite, and he's Tom Brady. Yeah. Uh, and, until his arm falls off, I think he <laughs> – you know, it's kind of like Peyton Manning did the same. Peyton Manning was great until all of a sudden his arm gave out and he couldn't make those throws yeah. anymore. Well, Tom and definitely making Brady's those still throws. making those throws. So. He is. His deep ball, he was tossing dimes. I was like, it was a pretty thing to see. I I think it's just as impressive when you're dropping it in, like dropping it in the basket perfectly in stride down the field, you know, where nobody can touch it versus, yeah, it looks awesome throwing, I don't know how fast those guys actually throw, 50, 60 miles an hour or something, you know, rocketing down the field. And that's awesome too, but. I don't know. I, I I have to say, as a receiver, it seems like a lot easier to catch it over your shoulder like that than uh, and have the time to to have the touch on it. Yeah. Um, did you want? Did by the way, did you watch Cam Newton's Freaky Friday interview? I I did not. I read some of oh, uh, some some of the transcript of. I'm not sure if that's the same interview where he was talking about. Uh, you know, he he wasn't on the Patriots anymore because people always ask about him and, you know, the mystique of Cam Newton was just too much to and too much of a distraction. Yeah, for him that to be was part up. of it. That was part of it. And he blamed everything on, like, the COVID protocol on the Pats. I just – I didn't buy, like, half of it. It just sounded, like, too much. Well, Cam uh, – let's be honest. Cam's play is spoken for itself. Yeah. he's He's just not – you know, he always relied on that strong arm and mobility, and he's still got the mobility to a degree, but injuries have taken their toll on him. And I think I think it speaks volumes when Belichick, who knows quarterbacks pretty well, had him for two seasons and when I don't even want you backing us up. Yep. 
Yeah. And the fact that is as of right now, isn't Cam still a free agent? He's a free agent. Yeah, no one signed him. And like, he's putting a lot of, you know, crap on the Pats, but he got paid three and a half million still just to show up for some preseason games. It's, well, and he's made a ton of money in his career. I mean, he was drafted high as, you know. MVP. He, he's, he's got a great resume. It's just, I, I don't see him. He, he doesn't strike me as the type of guy, the veteran backup you really want in the quarterback room. He was never, like, dicing people apart by picking, picking you know, looking at the defense and making all the right moves. It was more just athleticism and, and you know, he's a winner, but. I, I don't know. He does. He doesn't strike me as like the quarterback guru mentor who's gonna groom your your rookie to do any better. Yeah. Did you did you want to talk? You you said you wanted to do weekly Super Bowl picks or? Oh no! I was saying uh, we could we could pick the uh, do our picks of the week or whatever. Oh okay, then, yeah. I was wondering because you put SBI. Yeah, no, and I was yeah. saying since it was the first week, we could we could uh, also throw out our Super Bowl pick or whatever. It, as as much as that means nothing, but but if we actually pay attention and track it, do you want to uh, pick? Let's you let's know, pick. Then, uh, then we can see if we, who's who's better at losing money to sports books. Let's uh well let's do that right now. Okay. <laughs> Let me. I'm getting the pen. I'm gonna write this down. Then I'll, I'll keep it on. Uh, and don't it. don't worry. I'm great at losing money to sports books. <laughs> Although I think both of us, uh, being residents in Nevada for a long time, uh, I think we both we both. Well, neither of us were degenerate. So actually, I have <laughs> friends that have probably lost more in an afternoon than I've lost in my career. But the longer you live in Nevada, the lo- the more of a degenerate you become in, in sports betting. But on top of that, it's just too fun. Yeah, sports, it makes it so much, like, I don't even really care about UFC or know much, but I've actually won a ton of money on UFC by randomly being in someone's house watching a fight. Oh, yeah, me too. And like, oh, I, I should bet on this. And there's always a great uh, underdog or, like, a good swing. And I'm like, oh, I'll throw some money on that. And it's like, oh, eight to one? He knocked him out. <laughs> the most money I ever made on a sports side was actually a UFC card. And it was, like, for me, like when I put the bet, it was probably like the dumbest thing I ever seen in my life. And it was Randy Couture, Couture, who was like two hundred and like ten pounds or something at the time, and he was fighting Brock Lesnar, who was probably <laughs> by the time he got in the ring was probably like probably almost three hundred pounds. And I'm like, oh yeah, he was like two seventy at like, his lower end, and he was favored to lose. And I'm like, you guys are out of your mind. Next thing you know, like Brock just rolled through, and I was like, that's what happens when you have a hundred more pounds on somebody. You've got to respect size in the fight. That's it's ridiculous. There's a reason there's weight classes. I mean, yeah, that was like uh, okay. I think I put like three yeah, grand on. Silly. Yeah, that was a dumbass. Do you want to do? Uh, you want to bet three teams, or you want to bet like one one per week, or? Um, I don't know. Are we going walks of the week, or are we just doing pick? Like, should we just pick uh, pick the schedule and see who who's better with uh, covering the spread? Or what? let me um, let me pick three of the games, okay? And then okay. we'll you can make your pick, and I'll make your pick, okay? And then uh, we'll I'll just keep track, okay? What with the spread? You want to do the spread? It seems like we have to. I mean, yeah. gambling in the NFL has gone up. I think uh, I just read an article today. Thirty-six percent more people are going to be betting on the NFL this year. Just I mean, on top of it, my freaking stuff. the reason why I started this whole podcast was specifically for sports gambling, and then I just kind of went off the rails. 
if any if any listener is listening, I did initially start off with like I literally analyzed all the stats, and then uh, I was like, oh, let's do something hey, else. I crushed it in March Madness. I t- took a ten dollar bet on Oregon State and kept riding it <laughs> until I won like four hundred something dollars. You did do pretty good, and I remember that. I also parlayed some other teams on there in the first one too, but okay. yeah. We're Just gonna, because people are doing the math going, that doesn't make sense. We're going to start <laughs> off with the Steelers versus the Bills. And the Bills are favored by six and a half points. Okay? And then uh, I'm going to put this here. Steelers versus Bills. This one's tough. Um, part of me being... Like, I've always been, if there was my second favorite team, it's been the Steelers since I was a kid. Like, always my AFC team. So part of this is that Homer thing. But I think they could cover, but I don't trust Ben Roethlisberger hadn't shown he can throw past seven yards in the last couple seasons. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the Bills to cover on that one. You're going to take the Bills minus six and a half. And yep. I'm going to take the Steelers. I think it's just a little too many points to. Uh, to I, I, I think I have a feeling you're right on that, but I don't know. I, we'll see what happens. <laughs> I'm interested to see how the Steelers play because I, I feel like Ben Roethlisberger has really got to carry that offense, and he hasn't shown the propensity to. He's kind of turned into Jimmy. I don't see him pushing it down the field, scaring defenses anymore. All right, talking about Jimmy. I mean, come on, now, but hold on. Before I go to that one, he's as, you think he's as bad as Jimmy throwing the deep ball? No, he's getting there though. I'm right. seriously like the few games I watch or the games I watched last year. He's dinking and dunking, and and I forget I, I I read some stats where it was backing that up. His average yards in the air were down pretty low last year. He's not he's not playing that vertical game that got him where where he is today. So I I feel like. Maybe he comes back and it was just the elbow wasn't quite right, but we'll see. Okay, next game, Niners versus Lions. Niners are on the road. We talked about this. They're on the road in Detroit. It's a, one of the early games, so it's a 1 o'clocker for me, so 10 o'clock for you guys. And uh, like I said, it's 8.5 points. The Niners are favored. Who are you going to pick? You, I know you said the Niners. Are they going to stick with that? Ooh, well, I bet them at 7.5. Um, okay, well, 8.5 is the spread here. It, I know, and that oh god, we're going spread. I'm you know I'm gonna go with my knee jerk. I'm so, I'm still gonna take it. You're I'm still gonna is? take it because I think Raheem Mostert goes off for like 150 yards, and they just run all over Detroit, and they got nothing. I am also going to take the Niners. I th- and more than their offense, I think their defense is going to just absolutely dominate them. No, no, no. What matters there is how if they don't turn the damn ball over. That's what's going to be the If D Ford's playing, like, he's been healthy. If he stays healthy, I think between him and Bosa, that's scary. Yeah. All right. Being that I'm in New England, so we're going to make this bet here. We're going to make this prediction. The Dolphins versus Patriots. The Patriots are favored by three points, and they're at home. Uh, yep. Two former Alabama Crimson Tide going against each other. I'm I'm gonna take the Dolphins on this one. Well, all right. Gonna... I, I don't like rookie quarterbacks to win their first start, and uh, yeah, I'm just going with that. That's and basically about, my knee jerk reaction. How about the Dolphins are plus three, going against a guy who's his first game in the NFL, first real game. Uh, yeah, and, uh, and against I mean, let's be honest, they've added some people in free agency, but New England's offense was not 
I mean, even close to what they've been in previous years. And their defense got hit hard, too. So this. So I just yeah. I feel like a lot of it's based on the mystique of Bill Belichick's that great of a coach, and I don't doubt him. But I think in this case, for three points from the Dolphins, I doubt him because I think Tua's got something to prove. The, the game like this is where they don't know who's better or not. This is a push game. And they give the home team the three points just because they're at home. So yeah. the odds the odds better here. They actually don't know where this which direction this game is going to go, which is why they put minus three for the home team. They that's usually how they start off. The team home team always gets that minus three favorite. Exactly. And week one is always as we both know just absolute crap for 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 lines and everything else because. There's no real data or any idea of how a team's going to play from year to year. I mean, you see it. We haven't had a repeat Super Bowl in 21 or 20 years. Uh, you know, it, it, it's even if you bring back the same people, it doesn't seem like teams chemistry from year to year is always the same. And you just never know what you're going to get. This is a it's tough like Forrest Gump said. Yeah. I don't know who to bet in this one, but if I'm going to put money on it. If I was going to put money on this game, I would bet the Dolphins plus three. Yeah. I'm going to have to take the points just because it's to a second year, and they beat them last year. I know the team was terrible last year, and there was a lot of opt-outs, and it's an absolutely different team this year, and they're at home. Oh, gosh, I just almost talked myself out of this, but I'm going to stick with the Dolphins on this one. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I, I like Tua. He's got that rookie receiver, and Dolphins have a pretty good defense. He played with you know, they, Tua at, they, uh, in Alabama, they've right? They've got some good corners, and having great corners when you're going against a rookie, I think if they can get after him a little bit and pressure him, they could hurt him pretty good. Yeah. All right, so we got our three picks. Uh, you got the... You got the Bills covering six and a half. I got the Steelers plus six and a half. We both got the Niners at minus eight and a half. And you have, we both have the Dolphins. So, wow, that's some yep. really, uh, really uh, going out there. <laughs> so, <laughs> if we lose, we lose. If we wouldn't win, but um, there we go. And then uh, what I might have to make a parlay of just that pick just yeah. to see what happens. <laughs> the, uh, so, talk about who do you think is going to win the Super Bowl this year? You know, I, I think, um, okay, I mean, here's here's what uh, my heart says, and, you know, I've got to pick the Niners. But in reality, I, I think just coming off with no input on how anyone's playing, I'm going to go with Packers in the NFC. I feel like Aaron Rodgers has taken him the NFC Championship twice in a row. Um, he's almost getting Donovan McNabb territory there. And he's he seems like he's when he plays with a chip on his shoulder, he's always been one of the best quarterbacks in the league. But I think he could he could take him all the way. Nice. And then from the AFC, I'm gonna have to go. I I think you can't bet against Patrick Mahomes the way he plays and the Chiefs and everything until they actually fall apart. As much as I don't want to pick him because it's an easy pick. I think there's a reason that's such a popular pick. And then in the Super Bowl between those two, I think I'd go with uh, Mahomes beating him out, even though my heart would much rather see Aaron Rodgers do it, being that he's a NorCal boy. You think Aaron Rodgers is going to show up big this uh, year, huh? Yeah, I think he is. I don't know. I might be wrong, but he's shown up big pretty much his whole career. And it seems like with quarterbacks, if they still have the physical skills, they just get better and better at breaking defenses down and uh, figuring it all out. 
and he's always been good at at playing quarterback and, and winning MVPs. So I don't see why he couldn't do it. So uh, the Niners are actually the actually the Rams have better odds at winning the Super Bowl than the Niners do. The Rams are at plus twelve hundred. The Niners are at plus fourteen hundred. The Chiefs plus four fifty. So they're the odds on favorite to win the Super Bowl. Your Packers that you bet are at plus fourteen hundred, right? With the Niners, the Ravens are both up plus fourteen hundred. So for me, I might have put, put some like ten bucks on all of those. Yeah. <laughs> for me, I think the Chiefs are the team to beat out of, out of AFC. But I know I know that's really going out on a limb there. But <laughs> I know, right? But with Baltimore getting hit by injuries and everything else, I mean. With no games played in 18 weeks from here to there, it's pretty easy to go with them. My worry for Baltimore is I feel like defense has kind of figured out Lamar Jackson a little bit. And mm. Well, I yeah, don't know if defensive have figured I, him I think, out. I think they haven't, they've done them a disservice having a 170-pound receiver as their number one receiver, too. <laughs> That's a good point. That's a solid point. Now, out of the NFC, this is a tough one. I don't know. Man, I I loved about the Niners, but geez. I you know I'm really gonna go out on a limb here. I'm gonna say the Buccaneers and the Chiefs. Oh, 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 oh wow! I'll change it as it goes on. I'm just on, kidding. I, I can't make a pick. They do not have the greatest depth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just joking, everybody. Just joking. I actually have absolutely no clue. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna stick oh, with well, the Chiefs right well now. Pick Mac Jones for the yeah. Patriots will ride it through if you're gonna get a I'm gonna watch the first <laughs> I'm gonna watch the first I'm gonna watch the first week and we'll see where it goes from there. But this Oh, we can revise these picks yeah. by week in yeah. terms of our, who our Because Super Bowl I guarantee you that those teams are probably not gonna be in there and it might even the chances are that it's somebody with like some astronomical odds against them are gonna actually probably push and maybe even win the Super Bowl, which is crazy. It'll probably be Cleveland just because that'd be nice for everybody. Oh, dude, that'd be crazy if Cleveland won. No, wait. Actually, I, I'm going to go with Cleveland versus Detroit in the Super Bowl. Just two beleaguered fan bases that could really use the break. Oh, God. Oh, not Detroit. No one will watch that game if Detroit gets in it. Cleveland's something else because they, they got the quarterback. They got a, you know, he has a big personality. But Detroit would be like, oh, gosh, no one would want to watch that. Oh, uh, and also just to touch back on something you said earlier, can you believe that Jer- that uh, Matthew Stafford is suddenly getting so much praise as being like an elite yeah. top top five quarterback? Yeah. He has never been that. He's always put up big numbers, but he's never been like he's a turnover the guy. guy. The guy where you're like, oh, this is going to get it done. Now suddenly everyone's like, oh, Rams have got it. This guy is a winner. It's like. At what point do you – you've got to put some of their record on him. Because yeah, he, he, he has put up great numbers, and he played well in Detroit. But, you know, it, I think it was – wasn't it Tart or one of the Niners' DBs was saying at some point over the offseason, like, yeah, look at his record in Detroit. I'm not afraid of them. And it's kind <laughs> of that, that whole mentality of I don't get why suddenly he's going to be a different quarterback that doesn't throw interceptions at bad times. Yeah. All right, let's wrap this thing up. You got anything else to say, Seth? Uh, no, I think uh, that, that, was, that was my a- extra point right there. Right, I like it. <laughs> All right, everybody, thanks for listening to the Stats Beast podcast. We, hopefully, if Seth doesn't get too busy, we'll be uh, uh, doing no. this every week we'll and making our picks. Because I want to prove that I'm better at losing than sports. <laughs>
<laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks. Later. <laughs>